Hey guys, this podcast is a mashup of Gary's most popular clips on LinkedIn over the past week. He talks about building culture in organizations, getting the most out of your employees, and giving more value to the people who work for you than you take from them. Hope you enjoy. first clip, Gary talks about why you might need to fire your most talented employee. The most important thing for speed for your company and your service is your internal culture. The number one thing that will make your company go fast is continuity and lack of politics, which means we are on the dawn of the era where emotional intelligence is about to become the single most important trade. That skills through technology growth will continue on a daily basis to be commoditized. But your emotional capabilities to interact with others will become a very, very important trade. I highly recommend, how many people here have a company with more than 10 people? Raise your hand. Take this one thing away from me. You better go home and audit every single employee you have, and you better figure out which employee makes the other employees miserable. I don't give a shit if it's your number one salesperson, your best fucking developer, or your co-founder. Cancer spreads. With cancer and politics comes lack of speed. Your company will get much slower because people are sitting around debating how miserable they are or worried to have meetings with other individuals. Your company will get slow in a world where the speed of product output features and how you interact with your customers has never been greater. So I implore a tech-centric, financial-centric, type A room like this to go home and get really in tune with their fucking feelings. In my company, the number two person is not the CFO or the CEO, a COO, excuse me. The number two person after me is Claude Silver. She is the chief heart officer. She's the head of HR, call it what you want. It is no question the biggest variable to our success. It is never and I mean ever, been more important for you to care about the internal feelings, culture. Let me tell you how you do not build culture. You do not build culture by having free snacks in your cafeteria. <laughs> Let me tell you how you do not build culture. You do not build culture by having a foosball table or open seating. You build culture by actually talking to people one by one and understanding what they care about. And what you will learn is some people want money and some people want time with their family and some people want title and some people want creativity and it is your job. How many people are the CEO of their company? It is your job to know every single one of those things about every single person every single day, because 23-year-old Sally at 27 wants different shit. 31-year-old Charlie at 34 wants different shit. It is time that this ecosystem starts paying attention to the human elements that will drive our businesses to the next level. This is a conversation we are not having, and it is the conversation in the next decade. Thank you.
the second clip, Gary talks to Simon Sinek about why you should give more to your employees than you take from them. We do a little thing, which we've been doing for years and years and years, called a give and take. Whenever there's any kind of relationship, whether it's a, 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 an outside partnership or even a, a, somebody who joins our team, we do something called a give and take, where we want somebody to be selfish and selfless within the relationship. So not give and get, but give and take. So we'll ask them, what is it that you have to give to us, that you have that you, you think that we need, right? And they'll tell us. And then we'll say, great, what is it that you selfishly want from us? And we want them to tell us what they can get from us and no one else. I believe that so much. And when those, when those things match, you have a balanced relationship. For example, I'll, I've had it with people. You know, they'll tell me what they, what they have to offer, and that's awesome because that's what I want. And then they'll say what they, have, what they want to take, and they go, oh, I want to work with uh, smart people. I'm like, plenty of smart people. What is it you want to take from me? They're like, oh, I want to help build something. Wonderful. Do that anywhere. What do you want to take selfishly from me that you can get nowhere else? And if they can't answer the question, I want to engage in a relationship, and the reason is because in time, the relationship is unbalanced, they're going to be giving, but they're not taking, and I don't even know how to give them what they want, then they'll complain they're not making enough yep. money or that, yep. because it's not balanced. That's right. And I think, so I that's, think, that's a big I think, part of it. I think the other thing you know as being out there, a lot of people play, a lot of people play uh, the reverse of that. Yeah. You know, they want to give you something that is very low in value and they want something insane. In hey Gary Vee, I tweeted about your book. Now, I want a job with you. I want you to babysit my dog four times a week. Like, like it's insane with it's that. A, right, so it's about balance. And to me, I've thought a lot about that. I think a lot about it. I, I call it 5149. I fully believe in that. Yeah. And then what I always think about is, how incredibly important it is to me to slightly give a little bit more, not because I'm the greatest human ever, I yeah. actually just think it's a leverage point. I think it's, like, I like the feeling, and, yeah. and I'm not sold that, I don't know if that makes me a good guy or a bad guy, it's just my, it's my natural state yeah. to slightly over-deliver yeah. as close to the middle as possible, and I, I like that. So one of the richest guys in China, he might even be the rich, the Alibaba guy, not so much, but, but the, one of the richest guys in China, he's a, he's a real estate developer. And he always uh, gives the majority share to all his partners. Yep. He always does 5149s yep. or, or, or even more yep. unbalanced. And, and somebody, again, sat down with him in an interview and said, why do you, always, yep. why do you never do 50-50 mm -hmm. deals? Why, don't you, yep. why, why do you give mm -hmm. away the majority stake in all your partnerships? And he smiled and says, because everybody wants to do business with me. In the third clip, Gary and Michael Ventura talk about how to get the most value out of your employees by taking time to understand them first and leaving your ego at the door. Have you ever played sports? Were you a sports person growing up? Absolutely, I'm a boxer. Okay, so your trainers that you worked with, right? You've probably worked with a couple of them over the years. The best ones that you worked with probably took the effort to understand you and the way you learn before they started just laying on drills. Right, so when I was coming right. up, I played a lot of different sports, right? And the coaches that got the best out of me knew that I wasn't gonna be the best performer for them by drilling me into the ground. It was gonna be by pulling me aside and saying, yeah. when you drop step, you're creating leverage. And they would explain the logic behind the coaching. And then I would work yeah. my
off for those guys. But I had other guys on my team who needed to run suicides for 25 minutes because that was the only way they were going to get motivated if they didn't get something right. And you are now a coach, right? You are now someone who's got to go put that message out into all of these different people's minds. It's not one size fits all. You have to customize that for the people you're talking to. The way the way a graphic designer might hear you is going to be very different than the way a photographer hears you because they work in different ways and you have to make an effort to at least start to build some archetypes of who they are and what they want to hear from and then cater it. And so what Michael's talking about there is B2B empathy. It's a business to business relationship. And I think if you understand the, the B2B to C part of this, it can really unlock something for you. So no question, the thing that I most enjoyed watching my creative team that's sitting around me right now learn from me is you get another at bat tomorrow. I think one of the right. biggest mm-hmm. mistakes that someone like you on paper could make is you have a vision in your head. And whether you did right. a good job coaching or not, or let's say you crushed it and the designer went somewhere else. Maybe you totally understood how she worked, but she missed the mark. Here's the thing. You have to understand that she missed the mark based on only your point of view in your head, exactly. which may exactly. which may or may not be right, meaning I don't get any great feelings from when I tell the team to edit something, which is not often, if it then does well or doesn't. I would tell you, being young in the process, don't, why don't you let them just do it? Like, to me, it's ego that's getting in your way because why don't you just see what happens versus you know that it should have been gold and you know this font or should have been 13 seconds later. You're, if you're building a brand around you and this whole thing, this is a forever game. So I think people people overthink like one video, one post can kill them so much. Thank you so much for listening to this mashup of Gary's business content. Tweet us what you thought at Gary V on Twitter. That's Gary V E E on Twitter, and follow Gary on LinkedIn for more.